Buying a house can feel like you're going 200 miles per hour in bumper-to-bumper traffic with a dirty windshield and the sun in your eyes. Ruoff Mortgage has the technology, expert staff, and resources to simplify the process while speeding up the time it takes to get clear to close. So while getting a loan can seem intimidating, Ruoff Mortgage will have you opening the door to your new home fast and stress-free. Visit Ruoff.com to learn more. That's Ruoff.com. NASCAR season is here, and everyone on the Toyota racing team is doing their part to perform at the highest level. From driver Ty Gibbs to amateur musician Russell Viper, who's working on the perfect pre-race pump-up track for the team. Start those cameras up! Yeah! To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. With no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, banking with Capital One is like the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Kind of like Taylor Swift choosing what to wear. It's looking kind of chilly out today. I think I'll go with a cardigan. Yep, even easier than that. And with our top-rated app, you can bank anytime, anywhere, making Capital One an even easier decision. That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? New consumer accounts only. Approval required. Terms apply. Capital One and a member FDIC. We are live from the Speed Palace. Weikert's Livestock, Winged Nation, presented by Fulkins Brothers Trucking and Red Brand Fence. Now live from the Bob Weikert Memorial at Port Royal Speedway, here are Steve Post and Ashley Stremme. All right, all right, and a cast of thousands joining us here. (laughs) Oh, my gosh, the Speed Palace is all right. We haven't even started yet. No, this place is shaking down. It's lit. It's lit. That's (laughs) what all the kids are saying these days. It's lit, yeah. Oh, we are glad you joined us. It is Wikers Livestock Wing Nation presented by Falcon Brothers Trucking and by Red Brand Fence, and we have a great show for you. Oh, if you love the history of the sport, we got you covered. We've got uh, Donnie Kreitz and Davey Brown. Y'all have ever heard of those two? You ever heard of those two guys? Okay, making sure. <laughs> Keith Kaufman, Barry Camp. You ever hear of those guys? Fred Raymer, Van May. You ever hear of those guys? Oh, my gosh. We've got a great program. We're going old school. We do this on our Saturday night show here at Port Royal because the Weikert history is the history of racing here in Pennsylvania and at Port Royal. Ashley, our history is so rich around here. Why not talk about it on a night like tonight? It's great. Absolutely. It's always so cool to see those old Bob Weikert cars sitting in there. I love catching and seeing Mrs. Beef sitting in there and and all the history that sits there with that. Absolutely phenomenal. Bob Weikert, a 1988 inductee into the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame. 500-plus wins. Amazing. Tuscarora 55-time winner. Uh, Just an amazing record. And we'll talk about him throughout the course of this show and, of course, throughout the course of this weekend. So we are going to get right to it because I see our first pair of guests off the side. And I'd rather hear from them than have us just, well, I'd rather hear from them Jeez. than me. Not you, of course. <laughs> we could go the full hour with Ashley, but <laughs> I doubt unfortunately. That. So, I doubt that. Uh, we need to step away. <laughs> when we come back, the dream team is in the house. Donnie Kreitz Jr. and Davey Brown, they join us from Port Royal. Stay with us, everyone. 
Jenks Golf Carts, America's home for custom carts, is proud to bring you the Bob Weichert Memorial from the Speed Palace, Port Royal Speedway. Jenks has proudly supported both local and national dirt track racing for over 20 years. Jenks Golf Carts ships carts nationwide and offers financing as low as 0%. Head over to jenksgolfcarts.com and see why Jenks is America's home for custom carts or call 888-579-9769 and mention the Bob Weichert Memorial for a special racing discount. Red Brand Fence, the most durable, dependable, and safest fence in the world. Top horse farms use Red Brand Fence to safeguard their equine investments. Cattlemen install it to ensure their cattle are safe. Racetracks around the world use it to protect spectators, fans, and crews. For over a century, Red Brand's quality has been used internationally for countless uses. Red Brand Fence, the most trusted name in fence. Explore our products at redbrand.com. Packers Concessions, the official concession vendor at Port Royal Speedway, has been family-owned since 1968. Stop by Port Royal Speedway concession stands for fresh dough pizza, hot sausage, cheese steaks, hamburgers and hot dogs, ice cream, fresh squeezed lemonade and orangeade, chicken tenders, fried vegetables, cheese sticks, fried pickles, and fresh cut fries. Find Packers Concessions at Port Royal Speedway, fairs, and other events throughout central Pennsylvania. Weichert's Livestock, Wayne to Nation, presented by Fulkins Brothers Trucking and Red Brand Fence Returns. Back to Steve Post and Ashley Stremme. Oh, we have got a great crowd here at Port Royal at the Speed Palace. We're glad you joined us. Glad you joined us on wing, uh, wingnation.com. Also on Facebook, Speed Shift TV, our friends, and they will have the pay-per-view tonight. Okay, on Wing Nation's uh, Facebook Live. Also, our friends in State College on 970 AM WBLF. We love that those guys, our MRN affiliate up there, have picked up the show. Want to mention also this show is brought to you by Red Brand Fence, Johnson, uh, Jackson Motorplex, Cleck Paving, Jake's Carts, Falcon Brothers Trucking, Green Castle Livestock, El Vista Orchards, Check Paving, Packers Concession, and Weikert's Livestock. All of our sponsors so important to it. Now that we've got that out of the way, let's bring on our first guest joining us here right alongside of me. He is a member of the Hall of Fame 2015 class. Donnie Kreitz is here. Hey, man, how are you? Great. Good to see you. Good to see you. And alongside the, yeah, <laughs> sitting, yeah, uh, we've got a, a 2001 inductee in the Hall of Fame. Davey Brown is here. Hey, Davey, how are you? Oh, I'm great. I'm great. I Watch. love this guy. Yeah, I no. love this we've guy. We've got a problem over here, right here. We've yeah. got a problem here. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Davey, this is a radio show, so you got to concentrate on the radio show, uh, not on what's sitting next to you. There. Okay, I'll do my best. That's pretty hard to do. Yeah. We, we should be doing this after the race, you know oh that. Oh, my gosh. Right? Uh, yeah. Is Dietrich paying you guys to do this now? Or? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Get, Dave, get Davey all Patty Wampas on it. First. Yeah, get Davey all twisted. Up. He's putting the left tire on the right side and everything else. <laughs> I don't know. This man has been doing it long yeah. enough and has proved his way through these years. I think you're going to be all right well, tonight. I'll be right? fine. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Guys, we want to talk about where you're at now, okay? But uh, this is the Weikert Memorial, okay? Davey, Bob Weikert, when I mentioned that, and, of course, you spent a lot of time with him and spent a lot of time in victory lane with his car. When I mentioned Bob Weikert, what comes to your mind? What's, what's some, of your, some of your Bob Weikert thoughts? Well, you know, <clears throat> Bob, uh, it was great run for him. You know, we had a lot of fun and traveled around, and he always got us whatever we needed, not, you know, not a lot extra, just what we needed. And uh, he, uh, you know, he wanted to win, and <laughs> that's what we're there for, and he expected us to win, and, uh, you know, we did a pretty good job of it. 
so no doubt. He was a great guy, and uh, I miss him. Yeah. And, and Donnie, what about you? I mean, you obviously know Bob from the pits and, and how much he enjoyed stirring the pot along the <laughs> way, if you will. What are your, some of your fondest memories of him? Uh, yeah, I mean, it was always great hearing him on the, on the mic, you know, at Williams Grove in, in Victory Lane. Uh, you know, he, he was the best. And uh, otherwise, I didn't really have, you know, too much interaction with him. But, uh, you know, just that ever since I was around, you know, when he was around, he always had a winning car, and, you know, they always had really good stuff. Davey, when I think about that era, um, you had Bob Weikert, who was a headstrong personality, and for a bulk of the time, you had Doug Wolfgang, who was a headstrong personality, and it's no secret that they at times butted heads. Were you almost the referee at times <laughs> with that program? <laughs> I mean, what was, what was it like you being in the middle of that sometimes? Well, I was really never that much in the middle. I was doing my job, but... Uh, Bob knew what he wanted, and Doug knew <laughs> what he wanted, and uh, basically Doug let him know that uh, I'm in charge of doing the sprint cars, and that's what we did. Right. And, uh, you know, it was nothing. It never run into a problem, really, in me. Yeah. But uh, Doug was a hard, you know, you know when he drove the car, he worked night and day on that car also, you know. And, mm -hmm, yeah. And uh, he was, you know, he was a hard worker and a great driver. Boy, no doubt. Davey, with your stint with, with Bob Weikert, there was several drivers along the way. Was there one that you enjoyed working with the most? Oh, I guess Paul Pitzer was probably the most fun. <laughs> <laughs> we, <laughs> we had a lot of fun with him. So that was probably Paul. Pitzer, was he, was he, he wasn't scared of the gas pedal, was he? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. How, how much stuff did you end up uh, having to replace with, with Pitzer behind the <laughs> wheel there? Well, we fixed up a few. <laughs> he tore up a few cars, but uh, we had spare parts, so we got them fixed. You know, as far as a great race car driver, you know, he just couldn't beat Doug Wolfgang. He was so, you know, er everything was about him was to win. Yeah. And uh, that's how he drove. Okay, so let's fast forward now to today. Uh, Donnie, uh, it appears to me that, hey, listen to Davey, everything about, Doug Wolfgang was to win. It appears to me, we had Lance Deweese on the show, on our Tuesday show, and he talked about spending hours watching Speed Shift TV, watching Dirt Vision and everything. It sounds like you have the same thing with your driver now. Maybe he's a little softer personality than Doug was, but Lance, the focus that Lance has is so amazing to watch what he's doing in your car presently. It, it, it's great because on most of the other rides Lance was in, he always had to work on the car also. Ah, and okay, and yeah. in this case, he always offers to help us if we're, you know, in a pinch or something, just like this on a, you know, two-day show or something. And he'll come up every now and then, you know, if, if we get behind. But basically, he doesn't really work on, work on the car much. So it really gives him time, you know, to concentrate on his thing, which is, uh, you know, basically just on the, on the drive and, and doing everything he can do. You know, to get better, he, he criticizes himself a lot. You know, he'll call me on a Monday and he'll say, hey, you didn't say anything to me. I really screwed up that one, <laughs> you know, or, or, or whatever, you know. And, and uh, so he's, he's really good that way. You know, everyone on the team is, holds themselves accountable. Mm. And that's one of the things that, you know, makes it good. And, Davey, so many people that we talk to, they talk about how awesome your eye is for watching that car going around and that – your communication with Lance is there, but you kind of already have the adjustments made in your head before that car actually pulls in off the racetrack. 
between your eye and working with Lance and Donnie and having two race car drivers that really know how to race a car and the, the knowledge that you have, how does that really add to what you do when that car comes off the track? Well, you know, both those guys, Lance and Donnie, are both really smooth drivers. You know, they don't spin wheels, so they drive similar. So uh, I pretty know what I'm going to try to do once it comes off the racetrack. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But uh, I, I do what I'm going to do, do, and that's pretty much it. Yeah. There that's was pretty much it. Yeah. Well, it's working. Yeah. It's working. Yeah, there was that time three years ago when it didn't work, okay? But every other time, it's working pretty yeah. good. It, it really I don't know about that. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> no, uh, it's a tough business. It really is, and it it's is. real special. Um, okay, well, while he's sitting right here, and we talked about Bob Weicker and everything, you two, you two, uh, you two have been together. It seems like forever. Have you ever had moments or dust ups or arguments or any problems between the two of you, or has it all been just uh, peaches and cream with you two? I don't think so. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember having any problems, really. Isn't that, that Donnie? You're, you're, everyone's, everyone's been good. Yeah, no, it's it's always been good. You know, it, it's just uh, naturally. I have a lot of respect for uh, you know for Davy and. Uh, we just never had any problems that way when I was driving, uh, you know, or, or with Lance driving. You know, he, he calls me usually during the week and, say, you know, he might have an idea how to make the car better. Last week at the uh, Outlaw Show Friday night, I mean, he just stayed there virtually till the truck left and he was looking at the car till we put the door we kind of had to kick him out last friday you know <laughs> we put the door up and then we close the rear door he comes and i'm tying the car down up front he comes up to the side door you know he still ain't yeah. done then and you know trying to figure out how to make the car better for saturday and he said hey let's try this tomorrow do this and do that back in the shop you oh know and gosh. and we did it and it was right on it was the right move because saturday you know the car was fast all night Oh it's gosh. incredible because we all love this sport. That's why we're a part of it. But when that passion really drives it home like that, it takes it to a whole nother level. And that's why I have to ask about the 69K to Knoxville. Obviously, there's been a lot of talk. Huh? Yeah. Talk about that. Yeah. Really? <laughs> just, just a smidge. Well, yeah. Donnie, Donnie mentioned it on our Tuesday show also. So <laughs> if there wasn't before, there is there now. There is now. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> So, obviously, it's something that we've talked about in the past. You guys don't want to do it because you are in the larger number bracket. I'm not going to call you old. Uh, <laughs> no, we're, we're old. <laughs> okay. Well, I am anyway. Put it that way. And you've talked, about <laughs> you've talked about how tiring that week can be. What has kind of put this at the forefront now that you're going to make the trip to Knoxville? Yeah, I'm going out uh, – middle of June. We have to go out there at least one time before the Nationals uh, for get Lance to get used to track. I haven't been out there for years. I won it twice with Doug Wolfgang and a few times after that. So you got to go out once. Uh, it's, it's the greatest sprint car race of the year. You know, it's just, there's no taking away from that. It's number one. There's nothing like it. So we're going to go out and see how we can do. It's tough if you don't run out there for a long time, but uh, I think Lance will do a good job, and I think we'll get it going okay. We're going to try. Donnie, when you look at it, there's a lot of T's that need to be crossed, a lot of I's that need to be dotted as the team owner to get the car out there. You've talked about in the past even the transporter and all of that. How long of a process to get to this point has it been for you? I know it's, we, we ask you about it every year, but how long has the process been where it's like, okay, maybe this might 
be something we look at in 2019? Uh, well, the, the last two years, we, we spent a bunch of money on the, on the old truck, you know, just to kind of went over things with the motor and different things just to make sure it was right. And, and this past winter, too, and, <laughs> uh, you know, really probably what the, the kicker was, let's just say, or, or what put us over the edge, or, or me at least anyway, you know, was that priority aviation yeah. Uh, you know, sponsorship when they when they put that up, and then of course you never know how it's going to play out. So you know, I, I committed to it. You know, whether we whether we win it or or we don't win it, but you know, the year started out okay, and I know Lance really wanted to go, so I I thought maybe you know I I owed him that it'd be it'd just be a nice thing to do, and you know I, I was hoping you know Davey could make his way out there, and and he committed to June, so we're we're going that far anyway, and. Uh, you know, my daughter's never been there, and, and most of the guys that help on the, on the crew have never been there. They weren't there when I was there in the late 80s, early 90s driving, you know. So uh, it it's going to be a, a, a fun thing for them, yeah. really. You know, I'm sure at the end of the day it's not going to be fun for me or Davey because it's going to be tense. But, you know, I, I think it, it's great to get, you know, Davey out there, you know, one more time. So... Uh, it was. I think it was time. It, it, it was just the right thing to do. And the Priority Aviation deal, if you're not familiar with it, Priority Aviation is one of the great sponsors, Jennifer and Richard Marshall, and they've put up $20,000 for the team that can raise the most money for the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum. And so teams were battling for this, and then the next thing you know, these guys floated the idea, and automatically teams were then battling for second, okay? This isn't over, though. This isn't over because right. I travel the country, and there's a lot of teams out there that are thinking, how can we knock that 69K out of that $20,000 deal? Okay, so what I'm saying is, y'all here in Pennsylvania, I know you've been leading this thing for a while. You ain't done yet. You ain't made it to the finish line yet. So you got to keep an eye on it. I think July 1st, they start sharing some dollar amounts and everything. So you need to see where we're at. But it is a great charitable thing. But if it gets $20,000 in these guys' pocket to get out there, I think that would be really, really cool. Now, we need to step away, but we need to get you in good voice, too, because... We've got a birthday celebration here we're celebrating as well. So we're going to do that and a whole lot more. It's Wing Nation here from Port Royal. Stay with us. We'll be right back. El Vista Orchards, growers of fresh wholesale market, has 500 acres of apples and 100 acres of peaches, including Fuji, Gala, Pink Lady, Red Cameo, Honey Crisp, Red Delicious, Golden Delicious, Jonathan Stamen, and Ginger Gold. We grow and pack extra fancy, fancy, and U.S. number one grades with modern computerized packing lines and cold storage and long-term controlled atmosphere storage rooms. We can pack poly bags, tote bags, tray packs, bushel cartons, and tri-well bins. For wholesale orders, call Dave Benner at 717-642-8414. El Vista Orchards, have you had your apple today? Red Brand Fence, the most durable, dependable, and safest fence in the world. Top horse farms use Red Brand Fence to safeguard their equine investments. Cattlemen install it to ensure their cattle are safe. Racetracks around the world use it to protect spectators, fans, and crews. For over a century, Red Brand's quality has been used internationally for countless uses. Red Brand Fence, the most trusted name in fence. Explore our products at redbrand.com. 
Greencastle Livestock Market in Greencastle, Pennsylvania. South Central Pennsylvania's premier livestock auction sells all types of livestock every Monday at 2 p.m. and Thursday at 1 p.m. Greencastle Livestock Market has a special cattle feeder sale the first Friday of every month at 7.15 p.m. and every Wednesday, a rabbit, egg, and poultry sale at 6.15 p.m. Greencastle Livestock Market, Greencastle, Pennsylvania. Jeff Craig, owner. Call 717-597-2171 or online, greencastlelivestock.com. Weichert's Livestock, Wayne to Nation, presented by Fulkins Brothers Trucking and Red Brand Fence Returns. Back to Steve Post and Ashley Stremme. All right, all right. We are having a ball. We're glad you joined us. Everyone having a good time here at Port Royal? Hello. All right. Okay. We have a birthday we're celebrating. Not just any birthday. Sure isn't. No, it's not. <laughs> it's 85 years for Davy Brown. How about that? Now, unfurl this. Show this. This, okay, we're going to oh, fumble. There we go. Okay, so show that another camera. I want to, now you all can see it. Now spin it around. Show this to Davy and Donnie, okay? Look at that. Look wow. at that banner. Oh, look at you yeah. all spiffed up. That's from the Hall of Fame induction. I see it. And so uh, we've it's got, wonderful. yeah, um, we've got a guy, a sign, the guy. What's his? Uh, Victory signs. Victory signs. That's what it is. Yeah, exactly. And he created this. So how about it for this? Victorian okay. signs. Victorian signs. Yeah. Okay. That's what it is. And how about that? So we're going to, okay, guys, that's good there with that. So uh, should we sing to the birthday boy? Absolutely. Happy birthday <laughs> to you. I can't hear you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Davey. Happy birthday to you. Now, right now, he's hating this, okay? <laughs> Where is the cake? Yeah. All we'll that later. Alyssa that's always right. gets you a cake, that's right? That's right. Davey, yep, that's it. So, uh, yeah, that is uh, that is just sweet. Davey, your, your fire and your passion, 85 years old. Most people are slowing down. Most well, A lot of people are stopped, okay? Um, I mean, I'm just being, being honest with you here. Um, that fire in the belly. It's, it's still there, obviously. Where do you think that comes from, or what's what, what drives you at this point? Well, it's just something I did for a long time, and uh, as far as slowing down, you know, I've slowed down. <laughs> but, uh, you know, you still want to win. You still want to race. That's what I've done, you know, all my life, practically, and uh, I do it as long as I can. This probably will be my last year, you know. What? Be, yeah, unfortunately, but... <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> the point you can't do it, but uh, we'll <laughs> see. But uh, try to do the best we can, and you know we got good combination here, great people to work with, and Lance is a heck of a race car driver, so that makes it all a lot easier. Boy, it really does. That is for sure. Uh, Donnie, we talk about how much fun this has been for you guys, and thats I truly think that's what's making you guys so successful is the fact that you're not points racing. You're, you're here enjoying yourselves because you're all passionate about it. And with him saying that this is going to probably be his final year and step away, the relationship, we've talked about that, but how much has this team really maybe surpassed what you even expected? Oh, de definitely. You know, right from uh, the beginning. I, I mean, I, I knew the potential was there once we got Lance, but – uh, you could never expect it to go this good and you know it's hard to even expect it really to to keep going as good as it is because you know racing's racing you have up and downs parts are going to break you know whether you're leading or not leading you know you're just going to have bad luck maybe and uh but uh 
it, it's been great. You know, way above, uh, just way above every anything we could have ever imagined. And probably one thing that's kept Davey going. And uh, I mean, for 15 years, he told me it was his last year, but I just don't okay. let him quit. <laughs> oh, okay. So it's one of those. Oh, okay. We're all right then. Okay. Okay. Crisis averted. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know, every team in the pit area is listening to this saying, yeah, all right. And now Donnie just shot that right down the tube. So, <laughs> it's like, it's cool. That's awesome. Donnie, or I'm sorry, Davey, with, with the career that you've had, you've done so much uh, from building engines to winning races with some of the best drivers. Is there one moment in your entire career that you can pinpoint that you're like, this is what my career was about. This was the best moment I've ever had. Just one highlight from your entire career of racing. Oh, I'd have to say probably, oh, more than one. Well, winning Knoxville was one of them, for sure. Winning up in uh, Syracuse, New York on the mile racetrack, winning oh. that race. Uh, I can't remember all of them, but there's winners championships, winners, winners Grove Open. I don't know how many <laughs> times <laughs> and uh, races like that. It's a it's a good problem to have when you can't remember <laughs> which races you've won. But I do always enjoy the victory lane photos, Davey. <laughs> yeah, no, You're always no. on your phone. <laughs> and I know what he's doing. He's calling his girlfriend. And you know what he says? We won again. Yeah. <laughs> so he's calling you. No. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Wait a minute. We've got another breaking story here. <laughs> I thought Davey had one girlfriend. No. no, what I love is the victory lane pictures is everyone's screaming and hollering. Davey's over studying the tire. That's what I love. That's what, uh, that's probably, what, yeah. Probably true. <laughs> that is, that's, that's for sure. That is for sure. Lance, when we look at where we're at here, Port Royal Speedway, and we're about, about, about wrap this up here with, with you guys uh, but when we look at Port Royal and just the changes you've seen this place back in the day you've seen the place during some hard times you've seen it where it's at now and and to, to have a racetrack you can come to and and when weather cooperates and everything to have a, options for Lance to race that what's that mean to you as a team owner and, and that person's you're running for ten thousand dollars two nights in a row here what does that mean to you as a team owner to see progress like we're seeing here at Port Royal well, first off, I, I always loved this place, you know, even way back, you know, when we came, uh, you know, in the 80s and, and in the 90s, I just always loved driving through the town I know. and coming in, uh, you know, I, I couldn't believe how they accepted the racetrack, you know, and, and the track was always a good, you know, fun, racy track to, to race on whenever, we, we never raced here weekly, but just came for the big shows, you know, and, and it, it was just always a, a, a fun track, and now what Steve and his staff have done, it, it's, it's just beyond incredible you know it's definitely not to put any of the other tracks down but it's certainly become almost the jewel of the east coast you know it's just uh it's just amazing it really is amazing it really is and it's going to play out tonight and tomorrow night ten thousand dollars to win for the sprint cars five thousand dollars for the late models and we're going to have a ball gentlemen we always love chatting with you and we appreciate the time thanks for joining us here today how about Thank it? You. How Thank about you. it? Donnie Kreitz and Davey Brown joining us here on the stage. We need to step away when we come back. Barry Camp and Keith Kaufman, they join us next. Stay with us, everyone. Lester, Iowa's Fulkins Brothers Trucking, a proud sponsor of Aaron Reitzel in the All-Star Circuit of Champion Series, offers complete long-distance livestock hauling services. Fulkins Brothers hauls cattle, hogs, sheep, and goats, and export dairy cattle. 
Falkins Brothers is built upon an excellent reputation of service to our customers. You can count on Falkins Brothers. Contact John or Steve Falkins at 800-831-8553 or go online at falkinbros.com. Red Brand Fence. Safe, durable, dependable, and long-lasting. Whether it's keeping horses, cattle, and livestock in or stopping predators, Red Brand is the best fence money can buy. Each inch of the woven wire is inspected for top quality before it's crowned with the trademark red top wire. Red Brand Fence, the most trusted name in agriculture, residential, and commercial fence for over a century. For more information, go to redbrand.com. The outlaws are coming. It's the world of outlaws, NOS Energy Drink Sprint Cars. Don't miss a single lap of high-speed wing sprint car racing with the most daring drivers on dirt. The world of outlaws invade Jackson Motorplex on June 27th, 28th, and 29th in the 41st Agco Jackson Nationals. See all the action with a three-day ticket package beginning at only $99. Get your tickets today at jacksonmotorplex.com or call 507-822-7314. Weikert's Livestock, Wayne to Nation, presented by Fulkins Brothers Trucking and Red Brand Fence Returns. Back to Steve Post and Ashley Stremme. All right, all right, the Hartley's chips are flying Woo! here. See, that's why you've got to be at Port Royal. We're slinging Woo! potato chips out here. So, uh, I'm slinging my notes. She's slinging yeah. her notes. There we go. Um, it is. Uh, we're so glad you joined us. I am telling you, uh, so many great things going on here. Um, and... Um, we're just going to continue with the conversation. We have uh, we enjoy the history of the sport here in Central Pennsylvania, and we got a couple guys that just wrote the books on history. Uh, the first one we have joining us is the 2004 inductee into the Sprint Car Hall of Fame. But more important than that, the man from Mifflin Town, Keith Kaufman's here. How are you, man? <laughs> I'm good. 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 Good to see you. And uh, this guy, well, he wrote a lot of books and a lot of chapters and books as well. Barry Camp is in the house. Hey, Barry, how are you? Good Just fine, thank you. Good to see you. Man. Now, Barry, what did you uh, – You were talk, we were talking earlier. This is only your second time back to Fort Royal since you retired? Yep. Where you been? Huh? Well, yeah, been fishing. Fishing? <laughs> oh, so you've been – oh, wow, there we go. <laughs> well, Barry, I have to ask, since this is only your second time back, what, what do you think of the facility and how much it's changed in that time that you've been racing here? Terrific, really. I, I'm telling you, it's beautiful. Yeah. I have to agree. My dad always says he wishes he was racing now because the surface has changed so much. He's like, I'd love to wheel a race car out there now. Yeah, he always liked it smooth. Yeah. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> and, and you didn't? <laughs> it was never that way back then, was it? <laughs> Not often. No. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, and uh, those, of you, those of you watching on Facebook Live, uh, in another Wing Nation tradition, a little rain is falling. It seems it's to happen right. about this time. Every, in fact, Keith, I think you might have been on the stage last year when it started. Uh, I think you're right. Oh yeah. oh, here it comes. I Must know. be bad luck. I don't know. I don't know. What you been up to? How are things going with you? Good, good. Good. Uh, do you get out here to the races much, or do you, do you oh, have – I know Barry's fishing all the time. Do you do you have other things you do, or do you still come out here all the time? Uh, we come over here a lot. We come over every Saturday night. So. Nice. That's yeah. good. And they, good. Even, they even got me coming over and working at the place now. So Really? What yeah. do they got you doing? <laughs> Anything. Really? You're just yes. the overall gopher and everything. Yeah. Whatever you need, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> well, helping that's, out. That's pretty good. We got a Hall of Famer doing that. Huh? <laughs> yeah, not bad. Right. <laughs> hey, well, Keith used to work here when he was a kid. Did you? Yeah. What did you do here? What'd you do yeah. then? I was in the grandstand. <laughs> he what? used to sell programs and pillows, I believe, or something. Cushion really? Cushion yeah. yeah. My dad was on the, on. He was on the fair board, and I used okay. to tag along with him when I was little. 
and actually took tickets here, sold tickets, and uh, sold cushions on the old grandstand. So wow. yeah, okay. I used to work before and he even so started racing. And so Barry, you were in, you were, you came here as a as a fan, just sit in the stands. Is that what you yeah, did? Yeah, that's how I got started. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> what what what? Okay. Beyond the fandom, the decision. It, it's one thing sitting in the stands. What was the the process to get to drive one of those things? How did that start for you? Well, I said I was going to do it, but my parents wouldn't sign off. I had to wait till I was twenty one. So. Oh my gosh! Yeah. I bought a car off of Brian Osgood, Brian and Vern. And uh, he had won the night, the Saturday night before. Uh, I picked it up. It was a number nine. And as most people know, my my own car was number 14. Right. Well, the way I got that was that's where I finished in the feature. The first night. <laughs> so wherever you, fi you finish 14th, you put 14th on the car, and that's where you've been. Yep. <laughs> but now there was a little shenanigans getting you in that race, though, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, you shouldn't have told him. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had a brother-in-law that got killed here up on the hill before the races. That's Saturday night. But anyway, Rosie was quite a character. And yeah. When I went out there, well, I'll tell you the whole story. The initially, first, your in, first race. Initially in warm-ups, I went out there and... You can't believe how fast those cars are. You just can't believe unless you get in. And when I put it down, when they threw the green for the warm-ups, I was coming off of turn two, and I always remember I said, there is no way anybody could beat me. On the next lap, okay, Ryan Osgood went by me so fast in his new car that I thought I was standing still. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, now we get into the heat races, and I had never done this before, and... Uh, I wasn't going to qualify. That's all I'll tell you. Yeah. There's no way I was going to qualify. And Roselle come down to me, Roselle Dolan. Okay, he come down to me. He said, Barry, he said, how are you running? I said, the car's fast, but I'm not good enough. I'm not going to make the show, and I need the money. <laughs> Just spend everything I had on this sucker. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but anyway, he said, well, I'm already qualified. He said, it, this was a Conchie because I run the heat race, and I knew yeah. I looked at the Conchie, and I said, there's no way I can pass all those guys. No way. And he said, I'm already qualified, so why don't I crawl in the car? I'll qualify it for you. Nobody will know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so anyway, he, I said, okay, but now you can't win the race. I know the car's good enough, but you may not win the race. They'll know it's not me. <laughs> I said, so... Whatever you do, just get into a qualifying spot and then just hang there, and we'll go from there. Well, you had to know Roselle. He couldn't stand not passing guys. He went zipping up through the field, and uh, Tim Palm was the announcer, and I could still hear him say, I don't know who this camp kid is, but, boy, he learns fast. <laughs> okay. And uh, Billy Schroth is alongside, is pitted alongside of me, and – he knows that Roselle's in the car. Well, he's leading the race. And I said, oh, don't pass him. He knows it's you. Yeah. You know. <laughs> so he made a fool out of him. He kept pulling up alongside and then backing off. And <laughs> Billy Schroth won the race. And uh, Pee Wee Reese, I think was his name, the pit store. Was it Reese? Might have been. It was yeah. Pee Wee. But I, anyway, he was a pit store, and him and Roselle were the best of friends. And I'm hiding up in front of the truck. And he pulls in the pits, 
And here comes Pee Wee down through, and he said, Camp, is that you? He hollered in the car window. And Rose, Roselle said, yeah. And Pee Wee turned around made about two steps, and he said, Roselle, you asshole. You that's <laughs> just the way you said it. Okay. <laughs> and so now I go ahead and race, and, you know, I finished 14th, which is pretty good. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, we get down to the payoff line, and Kurt, I think it was Kurt, what was his last name? The payoff guy. Paid off yeah. under the, doesn't matter. Yeah. But anyway, Kurt was in there, and Roselle and I were together going in the line. And when we got inside the door, he said, you and you over in that corner. Oh, boy. <laughs> as soon as I get done paying, we have to have a meeting with you two. <laughs> oh, no. So, Anyway, what they told us was, okay, we're going to pay you tonight, but if you ever do it again, <laughs> don't plan on getting any money. So, <laughs> And uh, the, I don't know how many weeks it took before somebody wasn't coming down to check whether it was me driving the car. So, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. My gosh, that's amazing. <laughs> All right. So, Keith, that, that's a pretty tough story to top, especially the first night out. But probably one of my favorite stories was when you were running the K33 and you blew a motor. You took it home. You changed motors and come back. Um, is there any other craziness beyond that that you guys? I, I, I don't know if you can get as crazy as Barry Camp, but <laughs> well, it's uh, I don't know. That was pretty pretty good back then because uh, we didn't carry motors back then. You carried a couple tires and a toolbox. <laughs> That's about it. But uh, we thought we tried. And it uh, we made it work. But uh, we used to do a lot of crazy stuff. When they had uh, the little motors, the 314s, they used to have a 312 limit at Williams Grove for uh -huh. a while, years ago. Yeah. <clears throat> and we had to run a 312 motor at Williams Grove on Friday night, then come to Port Royal and run on Saturday nights, and you could run any size motor. Yeah. Well, I, I had two motors. The only trouble was I only had one set of cylinder heads. So we had to switch cylinder heads from night to night. So oh we used to God. do a bunch of crazy <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Barry, um, did <coughs> Keith Kaufman ever throw any parties? Mm, big time. Big time. Yeah. Wow. In fact, you all would have loved to have been at his parties. I will tell you that. It's the first place I ever seen a streaker. <laughs> no. What? Well, there was two of them. He was, there was two. He Not was, one, but two. He was naked, and she was sitting on his shoulders. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, and another time I went there, Keith walked over to me when we got over because this is always after the races you know we'd end up over there the whole batch of people let me tell you and all of them well they were drunks but, <laughs> but anyway when we got over this one night Keith come over to me because I seen the roast beef laying on the plates and Keith came over he said Barry he said this he said don't say anything but he said I want you to know before you eat any of it, that's horse meat. <laughs> 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 yeah. So, in fact, I'll tell you, I don't know when I, I don't even know when we met. Yeah. He just came on to this place, so as I was here before him, I'm almost sure. And we got to be friends. It must have been he ran into me or something, and I was nice about it. But. Um, is that really how it went down, Keith? Uh, maybe. <laughs> and he was hey, nice about hey, it. About that horse meat, hell, they ate all of it. Ask Van, May. Ask Van May, he ate some. We told him it was venison. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. 
Oh, dear God. Yeah. Ask Van when he comes up. Well, ask him about the venison at Keith Coffin's party. The camaraderie, Keith, uh, <laughs> listening to you guys, and, and I know I've, I've spent a lot of time with Fred uh, Ramos coming up here in a little bit. Back in the day, you would race and you would race hard, but, boy, it seemed like the, the race to the cooler at the end. Was 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 more intense than the racing on the track. He usually he usually had to do that to get rid of the pain. <laughs> he dumped a lot of them back then. Did he really? He, <laughs> he wasn't as bad as Eschenor, but he was bad. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, between the two of them, whether it was 10 a.m. or 10 p.m., there was one thing that was guaranteed to be in both their hands, and it was a cigarette and a cup of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I will tell you, when I run the 88 car for Patty and uh, Gary Beam, Gary Beam uh, when I went to crawl in it the first night, I got inside. There was an ashtray on one side and a cup holder on the other side. No, <laughs> kid, they knew you were coming, right? <laughs> I just have to know, was there like coffee pots in all your trailers? Because obviously this yeah. was before Keurigs. Yeah. So now you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but there was a big thermos. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh it's amazing it really truly is absolutely amazing now so you guys barry talked about the friendship and everything and and actually the friendship and barry said he does a lot of fishing you guys have actually spent a lot of time barry has a place in delaware keith you guys have spent a lot of time together down there uh that has to be just sweet to kind of get away from the racetrack and and, and hang out as well well, well it is we, uh, <laughs> we we try to get together but uh yeah, I don't know. The last couple of years has been harder and harder. Well, but, uh, because our wives aren't working. Yeah, all the time. You know. Oh, so the wives would work, and you guys. Yeah, and he was driving race cars, so he didn't have to be home during the week. <laughs> so I'd take him along down so we could paint the bottom of the boat. <laughs> now, you know, all week to get the boat ready. To get oh yes. Wow, well, I, I did. Yeah, yeah, because those boats take a lot of time. Yeah. Yeah, no, I will admit, there's a bar right across the street from my house. <laughs> and, if it even got a cloud in the sky, you can't bottom paint. Yeah. You might just well go drink until <laughs> it dries off. Took all oh week to get the boat ready. <laughs> but he is a heck of a fisherman, too. He's not only a good racer, good friend, oh God. terrific fisherman, and he never done that much of it. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I don't even know where to go. Here I, we I don't either. We've painted the bottom of the <laughs> boat. We've had streakers. We've had, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't it's know. True. I guess maybe we need to reel it back in and get into racing. Real I don't know quick. why. <laughs> right? I don't know why you would. It's like, yeah. it's like this non-racing conversation is better than the racing well, conversation ever. Well, that's true, Bob Weicker. Keith, just when we think about Bob Weicker, what's, what's, what comes to mind when we think about Bob? Well, it's 29, pretty famous race yeah. car, you know. Heck of a guy. He loved his race cars. And, uh, right. Uh, he always had good cars, so it was uh, it was a lot of fun getting to drive for him. <laughs> and I probably drove for him three or four different times over the years. But uh, time, hired and oh yeah, hired, fired. You know, <laughs> <laughs> we'd have a disagreement about something. We'd uh, uh, they'd leave, and then hell, you know, maybe a couple of years later, hey, I need a job. Come on down, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but uh, it was always a lot of fun. We always won a lot of races, so he always had great race yeah, cars. And no doubt. Uh, a heck of a person, you know. He just—he loved to race cars and love people, and he liked to get them wound up. And oh God, yeah, <laughs> I'll say, yeah. And Barry, didn't you have a couple couple nights in the twenty nine cars? Yeah, well? I finished a year out. I think it was that about a half or maybe three quarters of a year out for him, and then Keith took my ride. But, oh, geez, God. Uh, you know, yeah, he did. <laughs> See, we're good friends. 
but not that good. <laughs> and now you're wondering Did why. Did he steal your wife? Because uh, uh, this is a Bob Weicker story, too, and then you understand why. Uh, you know, you don't like people doing that. Uh, Bob Weicker came to me at Williams Grove one night when we were signing in, and he said, Barry, would you drive my car next week? Well, Doug and Keith and I were friends at that time, and we were together quite a bit, so I knew Doug was going to run a, a use, or NASCAR car down at Daytona or try to qualify it. And, man, when Bob asked me, you know, because that's my friend. <laughs> I mean, how, how do you say, yeah, I'll drive it? Yeah. So I said, well, I'll think about it, Bob. I'll get back to you. So uh, Doug was going in the pits, too, so I walked up to him, and I said, Doug, uh, Bob asked me to drive the car next week, and I said, "We're good friends." I don't, what, you know. Yeah. And he said, "Well, he said I'll tell you how that is." He said, "Race cars <laughs> are like your girlfriend and your wife. You don't like sharing them." <laughs> I said, oh. yeah. Now I'm ready to crawl in a hole. <laughs> and he said, "But I'm the one that told him to call you." Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I'm telling you what, I, I, I hate that the clock is running because uh, I, I could sit and listen to this all day long, but we do need to get to a break and, uh, and, 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 and send you guys out and bring in another couple of guys up here. We appreciate the time. Keith, always good hanging out. Good to see hey. you here. And uh, Barry, I'm telling you, what a it's pleasure having you on. It's good to see you It's good to see you, man. Great to see you. How about it for Barry Camp and Keith Coffin joining us here? <laughs> we need to step away because Fred Raymer and Van May continue story hour here at Port Royal. <laughs> Devoted race fan Mike Kleck has been paving for over 28 years. Mike Kleck Paving continues to complete top-notch services for all your paving needs. Mike is on the paver on every job, bringing his perfectionism to work for you. And his experienced crew work hard to obtain the highest satisfaction of a job well done. If you want the best job at the right price, call Mike Kleck Paving in Mifflintown at 717-436-5510 for a free estimate. Your go-to for everything paving or go online to kleckpaving.com. Jake's Golf Carts, America's home for custom carts, is proud to bring you the Bob Weichert Memorial from the Speed Palace, Port Royal Speedway. Jake's has proudly supported both local and national dirt track racing for over 20 years. Jake's Golf Carts ships carts nationwide and offers financing as low as 0%. Head over to jakesgolfcarts.com and see why Jake's is America's home for custom carts or call 888-579-9769 and mention the Bob Weichert Memorial for a special racing discount. Weichert's Livestock Wayne to Nation, presented by Falcons Brothers Trucking and Red Brand Fence Returns. Back to Steve Post and Ashley Stremme. All right, all right, all right. We all still haven't. How about that story hour? Hey, how oh, are you? we go to a race and a story hour breaks away. We had streakers and everything else involved. That's a great time. <laughs> Uh, only at the Speed Palace. Hey, we need to thank all of our sponsors. Plan B Sales, Hefner Racing Products, Aggressive Hydraulics, Lucas uh, Oil, ASCS Tour, National Sprint Car Hall of Fame, Classic Ink Screen Printing and Embroidery, Weld Racing, Red Brand Fence, Dry Dean, Hercules Tires, and Sage Fruit. Uh, we also have Wing Nation gear available at wingnation.com, yeah. or those of you here, we have it at the tent. And we're going to continue on with uh, Story Hour That's because right. uh, we got a pair of them right now that can tell a few as well. Joining us here uh, from Texas to Pennsylvania, to infamy here as far as it goes. Van May joins us. Hey, man, how are you? I'm decent. Thank you. That's good. And um, speaking of story hour, Fred Raymer's in the house. How are you? I'm real good, thanks. That's a tough act to follow, isn't it? Very tough. Very I'll tough. tell you, we have got, uh, man, oh, man. Fred, the camaraderie back in the day, and I know you've talked about 
the parties at Keith's and just the other thing. It is, it's, it's, a, it's a different world now, but you guys, man, you guys had some times. Yeah, it was, it was really cool back then. When I came out here, a lot of guys were bigger than life. And yeah. Keith and Barry and Van, a whole bunch of guys. Doug Wolfgang, there was so many good drivers, and it, it was pretty cool. And actually, the first time I ever won a race was right here, and Keith and Kathy invited Debbie and I up to their house that night. Really? Yeah, okay. it was pretty cool because – you, you know. were that modified kid from yeah. Grandview that Ernie Saxton made everyone hate. Yep, for yeah. sure. It wasn't me. Well, no, you would never do any. No, no. So when Keith and Kathy invite you to the house, that's almost got to be like the badge of acceptance. Yeah, yeah sort of. It seemed like it. That or stupidity, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, being that wow. we've just finished that story time and we're talking about Keith and Kathy and, and the parties, Van, Keith told us to ask about the horse meat. We were just discussing that, and I don't know that I could tell the story exactly the same. So, <laughs> well, go ahead and try just yeah. a smidge. Well, no, no, seriously, there's more to, more to it than that. I don't think I can do it. Oh, okay. Oh. There's a, there goes goes a long way with All the right. horse meat. Okay, <laughs> Van, you're the you're, you're what attracted you? You're you're down in Texas. What brought you? Why did you why did you relocate everything and come up here to Pennsylvania at at that time? What was happening that that caused you to do that? Well, the pay scale and uh, racing so many times so close to home. When we were at home in El Paso and we wanted to race more than one night a week or if we got rained out or something, it was 280 miles one way or 400 miles another way to Phoenix, 600 miles to Dallas. So that and the, the, the pay scale was so poor compared to Pennsylvania, this just wound up being the place to be. Uh, I didn't just go to high school and dream of the day I got out of high school where I could go up to Pennsylvania and race, but it just materialized because this was the best place to be. Where I live right now, I'm five minutes from Lincoln and 25 minutes from Williams Grove and 30 minutes from Susquehanna, so I can run three times a week within a 50-mile radius. And at the time when I got here, I think purses were probably 900 bucks to win, and at home it was a hundred bucks, so it was a good lord, yeah. A lot of discrepancy, a lot of difference in the money. What was you're in Hanover, Pennsylvania? You're sharing a shop with Bobby Allen, which is probably a lifetime full of stories. In in that time period, what what was it like? How you know working on these race cars, getting out to the racetrack? What, how difficult was it to to do that? And how much fun did you guys have along the way as well? Kind of at that point. Well, at that time it was entirely fun for me. I I didn't have any stress whatsoever. When we when I pulled to Pennsylvania and wound up out actually behind Bobby's shop. Okay, yeah. Uh, but it was a place to be, and Pennsylvania was definitely the place to race, and it, that's why it materialized that way. Fred, you, you talk about the camaraderie, and you talked about even men, you mentioned Van as well. Van was before my time, obviously, racing sprint cars. What's a story that you can share that you have a memory of a Van? <laughs> I like the chuckle that just came uh -oh. out of yeah, I mean, <laughs> here we go. Never nothing bad, but I remember, and Van, Van always says when you tell a story, it sounds better the way you tell it. But I, I remember at the Grove one time, he was leading the heat, and I think he either had a flat left front tire or lost the tire, and the yellow come out, and they made him go to the pits. And he was so pissed off, he went up to the, to the announcer and I'm like, this guy's something else. And, you know, I mean, if you're around Van, one of the best people you ever meet, most fun, great racer, just, uh, but you didn't know what was going to happen next, you know? <laughs> uh, 
I would say the I would say that the stories continue to get embellished. And <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> there, there is some basis for the stories to originate. <laughs> but it gets. Uh, I hear stories and people come up and when they talk to me and tell me about how you did this or how you did that or something, I try to just listen to them and if nobody gets hurt. You know, just that's, <laughs> that's, that's exactly how it that, happened. That right. sounds good enough. I mean, that's, I've I've had people tell me stories about races I won that uh, I don't remember. So <laughs> so, and there's no reason arguing with them. I mean, people people go up with a with a with it in mind what happened and everything, and and I've learned just not to discourage them. I mean, whatever the, whatever they. I like that. It, it gets it gets embellished. Believe me, it does. Yeah, but actually, that's probably an easier way to live. <laughs> it just <laughs> sounds really it sounds really peaceful. Okay, um, we talked about this a little bit. Uh, this Raymer kid is over in Grandview running the modifieds. Okay, and then he comes over here, probably a little brash, I would think. Maybe a little cocky. Maybe. Do you remember Fred? when Fred came in? You remember when this Fred guy? came in? Do you remember that at all, Van? Or do you have anything on Fred that you remember those days? I uh, not specifically, but I do believe that Fred won. Possibly he won his first race in a sprint car in a car that I had previously won a race in. Uh, it was very early in his career. Was was Weber's car the first yeah, one? Yep. The first race he ever won was in a car that I just got through checking out and making sure it was all right. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it turned out all right. <laughs> I appreciated it. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was it was a fast race car. Yeah. Yeah. It was a Gambler House car, I think, at the time. It was. was it, it, really? it looked yeah. it looked exactly like the Kenny Rogers yeah. car. And he had bought a brand new Shavers motor, and everything was good. He said, "I got it too hot, but that's Worked part for of me. it." <laughs> part of it. We, I was, I was, I won a race, and I, and I think I did get it a little bit hot. But when you're leading a race, oh yeah, I don't think there's much reason to stop. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> More wisdom from Van May that you can't argue with. There, I love that. Very valid point, <laughs> Van. You had raced before my time. And so when I was preparing my notes for this week, I, I Googled your name. Oh, boy. And uh, <laughs> a, you <laughs> a YouTube video showed up of a pretty nasty spill that actually happened here on the front stretch. Can, can you tell that story? I, I would describe that as a, as a, a pure. A good one. <laughs> I would just, it, it was an accident that happened because they had regrouped and somebody broke. Oh, the front straightaway here is pretty narrow, and somebody broke the driveline or something, and I ran over them and launched up into the flag stand, and it definitely could have been worse. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was, I believe that was the factor that, that, that entered into it, them changing the, where the flag stand is down here. I mean, it was definitely, I don't, did the flagman, did the flagman guy get hurt severely? I, he got his arm broken or something. I think he, so. He got knocked off the flag stand. But anyhow, yes. that series of events, it always gets, not exaggerated, but by the fact that it's on YouTube and all they see is the crash, the crash, the crash, and that particular crash could have been worse. What um, I, I don't I don't mean this. I, I actually want to take um, you had you'd had a bad crash at Syracuse as well, but what I, I don't want to worry about the crash. What was it like running a sprint car on the mile? We just talked to we just talked to Davey, and Davey said one of his crowning achievements was winning on the mile at Syracuse. Van, what was that like? Well, when I went to the r to race at Syracuse, I didn't have my car actually properly prepared aerodynamic-wise and everything. I, and that was one of the things that led to my demise was I took my rock screen off to make an air dam, like I took some duct tape and wrapped it between the roll cage to make an air dam, because you're you're as far as what it's like, your helmet is 
buffeting around and everything. At Syracuse, And yeah. so at Syracuse, and, and I had put the duct tape, to, like I say, to make an air, a deflector, and then we raced a race at Sealands Grove that had been rained out on our way back from Syracuse or whatever, and I had not put my rock guard back on. And that's what so you should, yeah. That's th th that was the end of the story. Oh, my gosh. Isn't that something, how a chain of events like that and, and just a freak, freak situation? Well, I believe in rock screens. I try not to preach to people about wearing them because you go up and you can't say, well, don't, why don't you do this? Uh, it's not really a matter of if you get hit. It's a matter of when you get hit. Yeah. So, so whatever. Rock screens were something that I should have used but didn't. And the track here, they changed some of the way it is, and it's better now. They have really improved this track. This Port Royal used to be what I consider the darkest racetrack that we went to. Right. You couldn't see your oil pressure. You couldn't see your gauges. And it was really bad. And yet, right now, they've improved it to. This is probably the best. This is probably the best lighting of any racetrack. Yeah. You don't th stuff. Yeah. Uh, stuff we don't stuff that those of us haven't sat behind the wheel don't think about. But you're right. Well, at Port Royal, if you ask somebody if they had oil pressure and they said it was such and such, you knew good and well they couldn't see it. <laughs> they they had to be just coming up with a number because it was dark. I Believe me, Port Royal, Port Royal was very dark. Yeah. And a little fast, too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm not sure what the track record is right now, but at that time it was uh, maybe Smokey Snellbecker with yeah. 17, 18 seconds, something like that. Oh, my gosh. But it's all, it's all relative. He was the fastest at that time. Yep. Love it. Well, Van, with this being Bob Weicker weekend and his memorial – there was a story about Old Blue. What can you tell me about Old Blue? Who built it? Well, Old Blue is the car that Kenny Well became so famous with in Weikert's situation. And as in regard to that, to Old Blue, my brother was, Bob had hired my brother to run that car. And I believe he was in the second or third race. And he was scheduled to start on the front row at Lincoln at the 150-lap race. Mm -hmm. And I got hurt. My I was driving somebody's car. I can't remember, Mr. Ord or something. My throttle stuck open. I got hurt, went to the hospital. And my brother elected not to start on the front row of that feature. And he went to the hospital where I was at. I had the plans were for me to run my cousin's car the next week at Manzanita. And since... I got hurt, he filled in for me, and then he went to Manzanita, and he got hurt. And so at, oh that, at that point, Weikert replaced, Mr. Weikert replaced him with Kenny Wells, and that, that's what happened. Wow. Incredible. Isn't that crazy? Well, he was actually, it's, it seems funny because you hear stories, and Richard Lupo was the first driver of the Weikert car, no question about it. And then my brother was the driver, and then that series of events took place that changed it, and... Bob Weikert was man enough to, even though he replaced him with Kenny Wells, he allowed my brother and myself, and my dad actually came up here to visit with us, uh, to be out on his farm, and we lived in one of his farmhouses. Oh, wow. okay, yeah. And when he, the garage that he has, the the garage that he has right now, they had just built, yeah. and my brother's, my Bob allowed my brother to put together a new car, and that's how the 28 came about. Oh Kenny was already running the 29, and then the chain of events. The chain of events. I mean, real. I can't. I can't honestly say me yeah. getting hurt definitely changed a series of things. That's right. Yeah. 
Uh, final question. We're down to about a minute and a half. Put that whole blue. Yeah, that's wild. We're down to about a minute and a half. Uh, Fred, proud dad moment. Freddie mm-hmm. put it in victory lane again last night at Williams Grove. I bet you as a dad that never gets old. <laughs> now, especially, you know, Williams Grove's historic place. And, you know, uh, that was good. I, obviously, to this point, the outlaw win last year. You know, yep. look forward to getting another one of them, hopefully. But, uh, you know, we'll just keep trying. I, I, I tell you, I've raced a long time. All I care about is being safe. Yeah. You know I mean, that, different. That, you know, it's uh, that it, it's tough to watch. It's still, yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be, and the, 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 just the speed and everything else, and just just knowing the business. Yeah. Yeah, I, I enjoyed watching Stevie in my car. Yeah. But my kids, it's it's tough, and I, they do a good job, and that's just the way it is, and <clears throat> that's the way it's going to be. But uh, you know, talking about Van, when Dubby got hurt, I said something to him. It was a while later. I said, how's Dubby doing? He says, well, he's getting better, but he's not ready for no game show. <laughs> he, <laughs> he, he, did, he, got, he got hurt pretty severely. Oh, my God. That is crazy. Guys, I'm telling you what, we, we, we've grown to love this Saturday show because we go go storytelling and old school. And uh, Fred and, and uh, Van, we appreciate your time. Thanks for spending some time. Thanks for sharing some stories. Thank That's you. good. How Thanks about Van May and Fred Raymer? joining us here on Wing Nation, and we're getting ready to go. They're getting ready to have a driver's meeting, put some engine heat in, and any of you ready for some racing here tonight? Oh, my gosh. Now, we're going to be back here with a show with current drivers tomorrow night, so it is going to be great. So we want you to join us right back here. Remember our friends at Speed Shift TV. Those of you watching on Speed Shift TV or listening on Wing Nation, Speed Shift TV has the pay-per-view. Tonight, $10,000 to win. It's the Weikert Memorial from here at the Speed Palace, Port Royal Speedway. For Ashley Strummy, I'm Steve Post. Thanks for joining us here for Weikert's Livestock Wing Nation at Port Royal Speedway, presented by Falcon Brothers Trucking and You've by Red You've been listening Grand to Weikert's Livestock Wing Nation, presented by Falcon Brothers Trucking and Red Brand Fence from Port Royal Speedway. For more sprint car news, information, and interviews, follow Wing Nation on Facebook or Twitter or go to wingdonation.com. Weikert's Livestock Wing Nation, presented by Falcon Brothers Trucking and Red Brand Fence, has been a production of the Motor Racing Network. All rights reserved. With no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, banking with Capital One is like the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Kind of like Taylor Swift choosing what to wear. It's looking kind of chilly out today. I think I'll go with a cardigan. Yep, even easier than that. And with our top-rated app, you can bank anytime, anywhere, making Capital One an even easier decision. That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? New consumer accounts only. Approval required. Terms apply. Capital One and a member FDIC. Ruoff Mortgage wants to welcome you home with their fast and stress-free mortgage process. Ruoff knows that when you're ready to move, you want to keep things moving. From the moment you start, Ruoff makes sure the process moves quickly, often twice as fast as other lenders, so you can close quickly and settle in sooner. Visit Ruoff.com to learn how you can qualify for the fastest loan of your life. That's Ruoff, R-U-O-F-F dot com.